You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. As usual, it's me, Steve Sidwell, and of course, Joe Cole. Joining us today is a former teammate of both me and Joe, someone who's got an absolute wand of a left foot, someone who's revered at Villa Park, Upton Park, and Ewood Park, and also Anfield, and considered a living legend up at the borough. Um, he's a great lad, top man. Ladies and gents, please welcome Stewie Downing. Stewie, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks for having me. How was that for an intro? Top draw. <laughs> top draw. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, but... I'm happy. Look, Stewie, let's go right into it. You made your uh, debut, Borough debut, quite similar to Joe at a young age. Yeah. Uh, the dressing room then, I mean, look at the, the names here. Gareth Southgate, Ray Parler, Jimmy Ford, Hasselbank, Janino. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, what was it like going into a, a senior dressing room with, with them players? It was a bit daunting. I was a bit in awe of players, uh, especially Janino, because I'd been a ball boy, watched him, obviously coming through. But I think once you meet Ray Parler... <laughs> and with people like that you're alright and Ray sort of took me on his wing a little bit like did he you know took me into Yarm if you know Yarm back up in Middlesbrough yeah. had a couple of nights out went to races a few times and stuff with him so them lads are great they've had great careers but they're also good you know good professionals and they took us I think it was David Murphy at the time if, if you remember him he played for Birmingham yeah. and Hibbs me and him came through at the same time into the first team so we got well looked after by them them yeah. senior pros yeah. what was Janino like? Great lad. Great lad, yeah. Great lad. Yeah. What was his thing like? Because he just kept coming back to Middlesbrough. You couldn't get him away from it, <laughs> did you? He, I think he, the, was it three times he come back? Three times. Wow. Yeah. He by the third time he obviously had a bad injury, so he left under relegation. You remember nineteen yeah, seven, yeah. and then he went Athletic Go Madrid and had broke his leg, had a bad break yeah. before the World Cup, I think. Yeah. And then he came back on loan, and then he went back, and then he sort of like went a few clubs, I think, and then he came back under Steve McLaren. Yeah. So I think when Steve signed him. I'm not really sure if he wanted him really? sort of a club thing get the fans on side it was like a yeah. because he never really played him that much Yeah, and uh, come towards the end he got a bit annoyed he wasn't playing and you could see he was frustrated and he just he'd lost that little bit of pace again but he was yeah. an amazing player he seems low key low maintenance but most Brazilians as we know love a party Was he? Did he could he find a party up a, up in the north he must have I played with a few Brazilians and like you said they love a party <laughs> I was only young with Janine so I don't really know but he was a great lad around the place yeah. loved training he always had a smile on his face no, no ego about him yeah. or anything. You know, he just like I say, he come to Middlesbrough from could have went to all the top clubs in the country, and he came yeah. to Middlesbrough because he loved it. The fans loved him, and he was sort of the hero growing up. Yeah. Everyone loved him. You know, he was he was the man, and yeah, he was a top player. Like Th- them type of players are not they, they're gone in like the cult players. You know, like yeah, that was an amazing era in the nineties because you know you had like yeah. Ravanelli popping oh, up at Middlesbrough yeah. and, yeah. and Gian- Janino and unbelievable. You know, everyone had him. Carboni was at Bradford. Yeah, like everyone yeah. had a little ma- magician and a maverick yeah. sitting people down. Yeah, oh god, I loved Janino. Cole West. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there we go. Uh, look, you enjoyed actually some success uh, at Borough, winning the League Cup 2004, reaching yeah. UEFA Cup 2006. Yeah. Um, you lost the UEFA Cup, didn't you? 4-0. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. What, was your, what was your memories of, of that sort of time period, but especially that UEFA Cup run? The run was unbelievable. Yeah. I think I'd just come back from on loan from Sunderland to get into that sort of squad for the final for the Carmen Cup. That was the start of it, really. When we won that, I was on the bench. Uh, still sort of a family, like a young player. I'd only yeah. not played a lot of games. And Steve obviously was starting to build the team. I was on the bench, starting to sort of make my way into the squad, if, if you like. And then the next season, Mendiette got a bad injury, uh, and he put Bolos ended inside one. And I got a chance on the left, and sort of the team started to just sort of go. Really, yeah. I think we finished seventh in the league that year, got the UEFA Cup final, and it just went from strength to strength. Like I say, it helped me. I was sort of the only young lad playing that 
team full of experience and it was amazing run we'd be some great teams along the way we sort of run the crest of it but come to the final it was more like we just thought Seville were beating us 1-0 or oh, we can just put all the subs on and get it back and win but we met our match that night like I say there Danny Alves who was sort of not unknown but before we went to Barcelona I did, think uh, Canute played Saviola yeah. oh wow did yeah. you play against Danny Alves in the final directly against him how hard is that geez I'll tell you about <laughs> do you remember do you ever get the documents Steve McLaren used to give you for the game yeah 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 tell yeah. you about like yeah. so if you're playing against Joy yeah. skillfully you can take yeah. you on all this so Danny Alves someone done a report on him the game before <laughs> don't know who done it I think he must have had a couple of beers but he's gone uh, not the quickest can be beat 1v1 <laughs> I'm thinking happy yeah. days I'm buzzing here because I'm sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah happy days so the first couple of minutes I've gone down the line he's just put his arm across me strong yeah. as hell and then I thought I can't help pace him he's quite quick as yeah, well yeah. I'm thinking who's done this <laughs> 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 and he was him and here's this Navas played down that side that night oh, imagine the yeah. pace and the power of him and yeah. it was like an eye open eye I just thought this is a different level and yeah. he, was, he was unbelievable I think he whipped the ball in early doors for the first goal he was an amazing player and then I think he went to Barcelona they might have won it back to back I think two years won it and then they he went to Barca yeah. Yeah. yeah when did you come up against Daniel Alves Brazil England Brazil oh. that, like, it was horrible mate it was oh. horrible like, was that 06 really? at Wembley yeah you I think 06 07 yeah was, I started was you marking him rather than the, no I was marking him <laughs> pointless That's I might have been a left back I might as well have been a left back I didn't yeah. touch the ball um, I didn't, I didn't Athlete, yeah I was like just like it's one of the only times in football I'm just like I've run out of ideas here yeah. I've tried yeah. to pop him side yeah. I've tried to track his runner I've tried to pass him on I've tried to yeah. I was like, oh, what can you do with this yeah. kid and he what? was young then like, yeah, he, that, young, he yeah. was, wasn't he wasn't the player we knew yeah. I was like straight away this kid's going to be unreal yeah. why, why was he so good? well he had like first of all technically he was as good as any sort of attacking midfielder like with the ball at his as feet, so he was right. faultless yeah. as a fullback. He yeah. was faultless. He could he could run, he could run like no other. Like he was quick, like Stewie said, but yeah. he wasn't just like quick and then he'll take. He was just going again. He just didn't stop. Yeah. He didn't stop. He was he probably he's the hardest fullback. When I played on the left, which I only really did for England, I played on the right or middle for Chelsea. But when I played on the left for England, it's the hardest game I've ever had for England. And I was like, right. I think it might have been 07, so he was still a top player. Yeah, yeah. But we not the player we know now. He yeah. was unreal, mate. Yeah. Wow. He was just different. All fullbacks are just staying in the position, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Gary Neville's and them were yeah. good fullbacks. They were just right backs. He was like a right back, right winger, yeah. right wing yeah. back, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye opener. You mentioned Steve McLaren earlier about, you know, <coughs> I, I assume how articulate he was in terms of the documents yeah. that he gave you before games. Yeah. What was he like to work under in general day to day and then building yeah. up to games and in games? He was a fantastic coach. Yeah. yeah, I think he brought my game on a lot because I just, as an out-and-out wing as a kid, you just think stay wide, get the ball, which mm. it was them days, wasn't it? Yeah, cross yeah. the ball, but he let me like tactically out in possession, also in possession as well, finding different. So I thought he was like, you know, ahead of his time a little bit at yeah. that time because wow. we come from sort of Brian Robson was a little bit, you know, no disrespect, a bit old school way. Yeah. But he was really, really good. I think, uh, you know, people say he might struggle man management with all the players, but I didn't see that. I was just a young player, and he was good with yeah. me, giving him my chance. Was he one of the ones that do you think was better as a coach than he was as a manager? Yes, I do. I mean, I had him yeah. both of, during my England yeah. career, yeah. where he was a coach, and he truly said he was a great coach. Yeah. He used to come out, I used to go, I used to actually, like, he used to come out early, he was very bubbly, wasn't he? Yeah. And he used to come out, and I used to be on the pitch early, and we'd do two touch of him, and he's the biggest cheat at two touch of everything. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're playing two touch, where you go, like, take a touch, and then you yeah. pass it back, yeah. he'd like volley it into you, 
and like it'd be there and you'd be diving to get it bang and then you give it to him and it was like six inches out he yeah. wouldn't move go, oh my point yeah. I couldn't <laughs> beat him then, he yeah he was good he was actually good yeah. Yeah. and I was like it should frustrate the life of me he was like <laughs> Steve McLaren's an unbelievable two-touch player but he's a cheap <laughs> but he's a, he's a beat me, like, I used to go into training raging because I couldn't beat Steve <laughs> and I could beat anyone but he just had this way like he just that, that big TV smile yeah. and he'd like give, it's my point and you'd be like Oh, you can't really argue with an assistant, can you? No. All right, so anyway. You talk of England. Steve McLaren goes to England. Yeah. Gareth then steps into the management. Was that, how easy or difficult was it for you as a player seeing a teammate go into management? Was it, is it hard? I think probably more harder for him. I think for us, we just, I I was 21 at the time. I just carried on and thought, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. We were quite close to him as well for a senior player when I was young, but obviously he he was the the leader of the dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sort of McLaren's management, really, of that dressing room. He kept everyone in place, and so it was like a natural thing for him. But when I speak to him now and ask him about you know, that time at Mudsley, he was like, I went in with no sort of philosophy, no tactics, mm. no, I was just going in blind. He still had a year to go on his contract, so you think of that now at 35, that's, tough, that's isn't it? tough. Mm. Yeah. But I thought he was really, really good when I look back, thinking, I couldn't imagine myself doing that. It was like yeah. big, big job for him, but he was class. He was like quite attacking at the time. Like I said, we had Viduka, so like, yeah, yeah, sorry, uh, Yakuba and these goal scorers, so I think that helped him. But then over the years, if you watch him with England, he's gone not, not, not defensive, but more you know the wing back system, the three at the more back. He's man. changed. Maybe Steve Holland's a big influence on him. Yeah. But I look back and think, you know, for a young manager going in, I thought he handled it quite well. What if that was his direction to go into coaching and managing when he was still playing? Yeah. Because mm. you know, he's got, as you say, he got thrown into yeah the coaching yeah sort of role. And he, you know, is that the case of him going? Actually, I quite like this. Quite As you nice. say, he's got into it blind. Yeah. I think you talked to Gareth, and he says, didn't he? He's quite been open about it. Yeah. When he took the job, he was he, he, looking back now, he wasn't ready for it. But yeah. I think a lot of with management, I think you've just got to take your first steps. Isn't you? It's like mm. jumping into a freezing cold swimming pool, and you just learn how to swim. You've just got to do it. Okay? <laughs> so I think he's done that, and then he's come out again, didn't he? And yeah. he said, he, I remember him actually. It might have been when he was at West Ham, yeah. and he was with the England under 21s. And because um, I played with Gareth with England as well. And he come. We was training at St George's before a game, and he coming over to watch us do set pieces. Mm. And I was just chatting to him. He was going, "I just like," he, and he was just soaking it all up. He was like, "Yeah, if the team stays here, I'll go and watch just in case." So he had that two year spell when he was sort of out of the media, a little bit with England, learning, yeah, learning. And then he's come back and he's done an unbelievable job. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he just looks so at home on the yeah. sidelines, doesn't he? Like, yeah. and it's it's great. A lot yeah. of young English man. He's not that young now, but he's. He's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, he loves learning as well, doesn't he? Goes yeah. and, he does yeah. all the sort of goes yeah. to the rugby scenarios and out to the states. Yeah. And, yeah, we talked about when have we talked about a pub when I bumped into him in Miami and I gave him my England team. Have we talked about I've, that? I've heard this story. Yeah, have, no. you, have I sold about it? No, no. let's let's, let's, let's oh. throw it out there. So we we was in. I can tell on, you've had a, a few sherbets. Yeah, yeah. He's a, <laughs> so um, it was like one of them conventions in Miami. I was there to watch the Super Bowl on a jolly up, and we have mutual friends, and it was a convention. There was you know all the big hitters. What's his name? The fella, marginal gains and all that. Um, oh. the, you know, the cycling guy, Browsford, Browsford, and there was guys from the NFL, and they all get together and they do conventions in Miami. It's all great. And I thought, and I've had a few bevvies, and I've just said to him, right, Gareth, I'll look after you, son. I said, this is the England team. This will win you the Euros. He was like, this, no, this is in the bar Euro- after we've had a meal. Um, but this but is, I've been drinking yeah, but this all day. Is the build up to when? You, the, to the Euros. To, the, to this, the. Yeah, so just before the Euros. So wow. I said, this is how we're going to do it. Give me, I'm there. I'm across the bar. I've, I've moved everyone's beers out of the way. I've gone, right. I've gone, right. We're going to go with a four at the back. And I've gone, right. I can't even remember the team. I've gone, right. We're going to go Carl Walker, Harry Maguire, blah, blah, blah. I'm going, in midfield, we're going to do this. I'm getting right into it. And he's just sitting back watching me. 
right, and everyone's sitting back, and I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and I'm going bang, and, and and I said, and that's the team that's going to win the Euros. <laughs> he went, when that's, he said, that's a fair team. He said, but you've got twelve players. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, gaffer. I said, you're right there. Just checking, you're on it. Just checking. <laughs> Marginal gains, I said to him. I oh, bet you had a back four and seven fl- uh, flared players oh, up top. Fl- it was flary. It was very flary. One of uh, Gareth Southgate's previous teams, Aston Villa. Borough got relegated. Yeah. You got your move to Villa, yeah. where I was a teammate of yours. Yeah. Um, the first thing I remember about you when you signed, well, not refer- on the first thing, but when you, uh, when you play against Shuey, you realise how good he is, but then you know when you get someone, you see him train every day. Yeah. I'd, I'd go as far as saying that Stewie was up there with the likes of Steve McManaman or Giggs, yeah. like running with the ball. Yeah, I used to call him yeah. glider. Like he would, <laughs> he would run across grass like Jesus would walk across water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like with ease. Yeah, I mean, changing direction. Just I paid him as well. You know, <laughs> no, no, definitely. And when I went, when when I, so we were together at England. But when I went to Liverpool, when you come in at Liverpool, it's like you took on. on to, we, not to jump ahead, Steve, but you're right. You'd gone Steve. another. Le- <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> you'd gone on like when like you, your peak of your powers. You was like you're right. You could just glide past them old fashioned wingers. Yeah. You just mm. used to sit people down. Was that something you worked on, or is it something that yeah. you was always natural to your shoe? I think it was naturally like yeah. quite fit and like, yeah. like an up and down wing. You remember the old school wing? It was yeah. sort of, you know, getting your shape, wasn't it? Stay wide, get yeah. the balls in the box, and I think the teams I played in. Especially the first thing I think of Villa, it was sort of get why, you know, the Heskies, yeah. Carews get in the box, yeah. Kubu, Hasselbank, they wanted delivery. So yeah. I think it was only in the later years when the sort of the game started to change and the wings yeah. played on the inside. I had yeah. to sort of adapt. But yeah, yeah I, I was an out and out winger basically. Yeah. Hook the touchline, get half a yard, you know, like I say, beat people. And I think once you obviously get all you slow down, injuries obviously play a part in that, don't your body yeah. and, and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, but the first. Probably until I got to Liverpool, really, where yeah. I had to start sort of dafting my game. Yeah, I used to hate. I not that I played much for Villa, but when I was, I'd have him on one. I'd have Stewie on one wing, Youngy on the other. Yeah, Gabby up top. So there, there was no chance for me to get in the box. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. Before you know it, they're gone. John yeah, Cruz yeah, yeah. to cheat and just wait for yeah, that yeah. to go in the box. Yeah. But um, my only was manager. You couldn't do no wrong, was you? You was his blue-eyed boy. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, Youngy was his boy, wasn't he? I think oh. Millie. Uh, to be fair, I think he liked you had the a hell of a team, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we did. When you look yeah. back, I think at the time you just sort of take it for granted, don't you? When you look back, we had a good counter-attacking team, a mm. lot of pace, a lot of flair. Young, but then youth. good back four, didn't yeah. we? We we went wrong. I think it was the second or third season that I was there. So what was that? 2010, 2009, 2010, where yeah. we, I think it got to March and yeah. we was about 10 points clear of Arsenal. Yeah. Right. And then by literally the first week of April, they was two points in front of us and we was yeah. out sort of the top four. Uh, yeah. Was that the semi-final when you played Chelsea? That was the year that we played Man United yeah, in the League Cup final, yeah, yes, and played Chelsea yeah, in the in the semi-final. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was same. That, that was the common theme, wasn't it? The joke with Mark yeah. Neal, same team, same subs. He used to come in. There was no rest for the you know the yeah. rotation. It was just the same lads all week in week out, and they just kind of ran out of steam. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. Um, hell, hell of a team. Do you it think? Do you think yeah. you both underachieved. Really. Do you think you're underachieved with that team? Yeah, we yeah. names. Yeah. Looking back, we had two players for nearly every position. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stevie Warnock, Shorey, that side, Luke Young, yeah. Queller. We got we, unbelievable yeah. like yeah. depth as well. When you look and back, but, the lads playing at the top of their game. Like Stewie was on top form. Ashley Young was on top form. Millie was on yeah, Millie was top fine, yeah. form. Uh, I think Gareth Barry was still there the no, first gone. year. Gareth gone. I got his Just, number. Didn't you? I got his. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Then you had obviously Brad Friedel in goal, 
Danny at the back with Ginge. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. a up top Heskey, yeah. Carew, Gabby. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a strong yeah, strong a team. team. Um, look, the, 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 the sort of last season, I think before you left, you cleaned up on the awards, didn't you? You sort of yeah. won fans player, internet player, players player. Did you feel internet like you were slow? He won a lot, literally yeah. cleaned up. That was, like, me, that was me voting himself. He, he might as well have had his chair up on the stage <laughs> just, uh, and just stayed there collecting it. Did you feel like at that time there you was at your best? That, yeah. that season just before you left to go to Liverpool? Yeah, I think so. I was full of confidence. Yeah. I think I was, through my career, I was like a confidence type of player and it's a bit of a strange season because, you know, as a team we struggled a little bit, didn't we? Obviously, it changed yeah. with Gerard and coming in, obviously, Martin leaving right on the eve of the season. And then Kev McDonald uh, came yeah. in for a little bit and done all right, didn't he? And, and I thought he was he was good. So it was a bit of a difficult season, but personally, it went quite well for me. And I thought, you know, I got back to full fitness because you remember when I signed, I was injured for the first six or seven months. Mm-hmm. I just felt I got my speed back, my sort of, you know, dynamism sort of thing because the first couple of months I was struggling a little bit, trying to get fit and just trying to get into the team, really. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like I said, personally, scoring goals, assisting goals, I just felt really good that season. And uh, and obviously, I knew it come back into that season that Liverpool wanted me. And I knew, obviously, Villa were struggling. They were going to sell players. Yeah. I think Ashley Young was already geared up to go to Man United when he yeah. Millie had obviously left. You could sort of see the pattern, what was happening. Right. And I don't know if it was something happening upstairs with the, with the owner, Andy. And I just thought, you know, I need to keep playing well, personally, to, you know, if I'm going to move on and get a chance to go to Liverpool, I have to yeah. keep playing well. So... Sort of like the team, we got over the line, didn't we, back end of the season, but I think personally that was probably one of our better seasons, yeah. What, what, what was it like when that conversation between, I'll take it between you and your agent, was like, look, Liverpool were interested. Was there any other clubs yeah. at the time looking, or was it as soon as yeah. Liverpool were the ones that you that you knew that was like, right, that's that's, yeah. that's the one I want to go to? It sort of happened after that January window. There was a little bit, Kenny took over, Annie from Roy, I think, yeah. and he wanted players in, but obviously they, went, they got Suarez and Andy in, and then come the summer, it was sort of, you know, they wanted to get me in, but I had mm. to keep playing well and stuff, so... And then right at the end, it was actually Damien Kamala who told me that yeah. Arsenal wanted me because he knew Wenger. But there was sort of a pattern that Nasri had to be sold for money to, you know, that's the way Wenger worked. And I think it was 25 he was leaving to get me for less than that and then to make a profit, yeah. which is like sort of a business. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Nasri played against us the second game of the season. He didn't end up leaving until the last day of the window. So that would have probably fell through, I think, for me. Yeah. But I'd already made my mind out I wanted to go to, to Liverpool. He said they were on the sort of the up, they were investment and the team was yeah. building so I, you know, I'd already sort of made my mind up but you know, it was still, I was still obviously proud that obviously Arsene Wenger wanted to get me Yeah but Question to both of you Yeah Liverpool iconic club yeah, massive yeah. club what was it like because you both went there you know playing you were yeah. not playing at the top of your nah, career nah, nah, at the time nah. but you were still you know playing nah. very very like, very well you are playing at the best of your career so you're both going there with confidence what's mm. it like stepping through the doors going to, going to Anfield and going to play be a Liverpool player well, you probably didn't mind me. You obviously yeah. had the pressure of Chelsea, so you're yeah. probably used to it. But I wasn't sort of used to that. Like yeah. Villa was, yeah, we were good, but we sort of finished sixth. We we done yeah. well. Liverpool finished sixth is not good yeah, enough. Really, I, I found that scrutiny sort of bit they're on top of you. They've obviously paid a lot of money yeah. to get you there. So I found that sort of difficult the first couple of months. Maybe it affected me sort of performance. I was a bit up and down. I hadn't scored for a while and stuff like that. So I let it sort of get to me a little bit where I should have just you know, carried on my Villa form and just yeah. thought this is why they bought me Yeah. and to be fair not till the end of the season when Kenny started to say to me you know I brought you in because what you did at Villa just keep doing that But yeah. and that's what I thought you know why didn't I just do that but I was overthinking yeah. it maybe maybe the, the, the scrutiny of it the pressure of it how, how old was you then going to Liverpool? 26 26 you see, yeah. see, I think as well I think I went to Chelsea at 21 and I think having 21 you're a little bit more 
what's the little Rep bit more fearless? Yeah. yeah, you don't. I didn't yeah. understand it. Like, like if I'd have sat there realistically and thought, I'm going to Chelsea and they're signing Varon mm. on the same day as me. They've got the top scorer in Italy's coming. The two top scorers in Italy, Mutu and Crespo. Mm. Damien Duff, who's just been brilliant mm. at the World yeah. Cup. So like, and I would have thought, ooh, how am I going to... But just ignorance, yeah. really. Hasn't yeah. it? So I didn't bother me. I went in, bang, done it and... and but then when I went to Liverpool, I was 30, 31, I think, maybe 30, 31, I don't know. So it was like, but my legs, my, my knee was gone. Like I could probably have still played more in that team. But they, as soon as, when, when Stewie came in, they were going in a different direction. They yeah. were younger, hungrier players coming into the prime of their career. And I was effectively ushered out. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, you've been at clubs, you said when they yeah. done it to you, sometimes it's, it's just like, there's not a lot you can do. Nah, you know nah, what I mean? And it nah. didn't help. I kept breaking down. So anytime I got momentum, you know what I mean? So I was trying to chase down. Stewie was playing one side. We had Raheem Sterling developing on the other. Who else was there, Stewie? And it's all them wide areas. There was a f- uh, Barini came in. Barini came in. Suarez. Suarez, Raheem. Jordan Ibe would have been Jordan Ibe, yeah. That's so like, there was lots of competition. Yeah, yeah. And me, me being the one that was always looking to get out of the door, every time I got fit, you know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, mm. hamstring, bang, back to square one. But Stewie come in and after the first three or four months, you start. I think it was a game in Europe. You scored a worldie, didn't you? In, pre, yeah, in pre-season, <laughs> yeah. But you scored a worldie. We won one nil, and then you sort of career sort of went. I felt when I was that. Am I right in saying that you went? Yeah, that was under the. You'd you'd gone along the first yeah, second season. Yeah, second Brendan. season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think with was, Kenny, I sort of I was up and down form, and yeah. then obviously Brendan came in. Was you, was you surprised when Kenny? Because that, that season. Uh, you got to two finals. Right. Yeah. Um, I was. I wasn't there. I was in Lille. FA he was in Lille. I was in France. Yes, but was you surprised then that that Kenny was was gone and Brendan yeah. took over? Yeah, the shock to the the dressing room. I think it was a little bit. I think the league, obviously, we think seventh or eighth, yeah. obviously wasn't good enough. But to get to two finals, obviously, yeah. you know, quite good. Obviously, Chelsea beat us on another day. We could have beat them. Mm. Uh, Andy Carroll had a great chance at the end. I think Petr mm. made an unbelievable save. Yeah. You know, if you win that game, then you win two yeah, trophies. What a save that was! Amazing. Yeah. It would have been amazing. We won the Carlin Cup, uh, mm. but the league, I think, was the one where the Americans were obviously the owners were mm. disappointed. And I just think the amount of money they give him, the amount of time they give him, didn't feel right. And yeah. you know, was yeah. he just the sort of stopgap when you look at it? Mm. Yeah. And they were looking elsewhere. But I was surprised. I'll be honest. So, was, so, was... so Brendan, Brendan comes in and he plays your left back. No, at the start we he played me first game of the season, and I just didn't get a feel that he was sort of having me, wanting me. He obviously wanted to bring his own players in. He brought Barini in, who played on the right. And I was sort of, and I was a left foot, but I played a lot on the right. Yeah. And I could sort of see the signs coming, and then he sort of binned me for a while. And then he pulled me in and said to me, oh, you know, it's not going to work for you here. But it was October. Really? And I was oh. like, well, the window's gone in August, and I can't move till January. I don't know what you want me to do. There's not a lot I can do. Like, you could have taught me this a month ago. So we had a little bit of... I had that conversation as well. Yeah, and then obviously yeah. he dug me, John, and Horsey out, and they had the three-envelope thing, and all this was going on, wasn't it? And yeah. Yeah, I can see the sort of trend here. And then yeah. Uh, he just, yeah, we didn't speak for a while. We sort of not fell out, but it was a bit frosty. And then yeah. uh, I was just training, getting on with thinking I can't do a lot. He just pulled me and just said, I think in the modern game, the way we play with attack and fullback, I think you could play as a left back. And I think he was starting to get annoyed with Enrique a little bit. Mm. He was up and down, and then he just he just threw me in and just said, right, I'm going to play left back. And I'd done like, I don't know, 10, 15 games at left back. Did all right, to be fair. Yeah. Was that up to Mark? Played Upton Park left yeah, back. Oh, I remember, yeah, yeah. And then we got an injury and I ended up going right wing. No, I started right wing and ended up yeah, going yeah, left. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah and you come on and scored the winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a little bit like thinking, I know I'm playing left back, I'm in the team, but this is not really what I want. I'm not at an age where I want to play left back, I want to yeah. play higher up. And I just sort of like gained these confidence as the months went on, I think. And then he put me back to right wing and come the end of the season, I was playing well. 
Yeah. And I, you know, I was doing well, I was playing every week, and like you said, there was Coutinho, Suarez, all them were there, yeah. Sturridge, and I was sort of fighting with them, and I was playing, and he did like me, but come the summit with you know the owners and the, sorry not Ian Air was at the time were saying oh yeah. you're free to sort of leave and West Ham want you but Brendan's telling me he wants me to stay and I'm thinking surely the managers are having a yeah. word with this and I just got mixed messages and I just thought in the end you know what I can't be in the same position next season so that's why I ended up leaving and going to West Ham looking back I should have probably done another year yeah but I, you know I already made a decision I just wanted to play to be honest yeah Brendan was at Chelsea when mm. I was there and when you said working under um you worked. You worked. You worked on the Brendan uh, uh, Liverpool. Or Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can't, yeah. So, so uh, what you're saying there, Stewie? He seems like he, he can have a one-to-one conversation. And he can be truthful, but I mean, a lot of players have said, you know, there's a bit of arrogance, which you need as a manager, I suppose. Mm. But is he balled on a line of that sort of trustworthy co- like conversation, one-to-one, to say, listen, mm. you don't have a plan. This is where I'm going. But then, mm. as you said, he's chucked you back in when he kind of needs you. Yeah, I didn't get, I'll be honest, I didn't get full trust from him. I just had a feeling like, I think even when you play for sort of Sam, mm. Martin O'Neill, you know, these type of managers who were sort of truthful straight to the straight to the point, so, you know, it could be brutal at times, but I quite like that because he knew where you stand. Mm. Because if he's telling me he wants me to stay and then Ian is telling me they want me to leave, I'm yeah. thinking he must have agreed. And then mm. Aspas and these players came in. And he, yeah. The only reason I say I should have stayed is only hindsight because he brought them players in, they, he never played them. Yeah, yeah, and remember yeah, Lewis yeah. Alberto remember he brought him in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and these were sort of the guys who replaced us but he never played them as well so I think yeah. I should have backed myself to think yeah. I can play Yeah, and I didn't but then again don't get, I went to West Ham yeah. and had a great time but I think I think clubs went through a general I had a similar thing with Brendan like you know not quite I think he he, he so basically I was, I was on loan at Lille I had a good season I wanted to stay at Lille Bumped into Brendan in, in a restaurant in Spain and he said, listen, Joe, I know what you can do. Come back to pre-season and, we, we, you know, because obviously he was youth team manager at Chelsea yeah. and Robert, he's like, okay, great. So I've gone back, um, gone back to pre-season and I genuinely thought I'd never pull a Liverpool show on again. I thought, that's me done, like, mm. it just didn't work. Gone to France, this worked, I stayed there, but I loved it. Went back, started training, had a good pre-season, got into the... That European game that you scored. Yeah, the, uh, so I got into that was the first game of the season, yeah. wasn't it? Over, I can't remember where it was. And Andy, Andy, yeah, bang, shrap, hamstring's gone again. Like, you know, like first, yeah. once she's done first five minutes, yeah. the first competitive game of the season, bang, gone. Mm. Um, so I'm sitting there, and then the league started 10 days later, and Brendan's gone pushing me. I'm like, not pushing me, asking me, yeah. and I'm a player, and I'm a quite side player. Can you, it's his first game for Liverpool, by the way. He wants, mm-hmm. you know, I, was, I suppose I was an experienced player at the time. I'm like, I see what I can do. Gormel, wasn't it? Gormel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Sorry. Yeah, so, so I'm like, I'm like, I trained the day before the game. And I know you're not right, but I'm on the bench. And we go to West Brom. I think Stewie starts. Yeah, I did, yeah. We, we, we're losing 3-0, aren't mm. we? And, um, and he's thrown me on. First run, bang, gone again, hamstring. I was like, like I'm, I'm distraught. I'm like, because I've had a year where I'm, I think I've overcome the injuries. I had a year in France where I was fine. So then Brendan's, pulled us in the office similar thing two two days before two days before the window shuts you've got to go I've got like a tear in my hamstring and I'm like yeah thanks you've told me six weeks ago you know what I can do and now yeah, you, yeah. you know you yeah. know I went alright I said listen I'm not going to go no one's going to buy me take me now with this so we're going to have to wait till January and then we had a three four month spell where I was training a lot played some played okay in a few Europa League games yeah. but it was always bitty you know, wasn't quite right. And then that West Ham game when you played left back, yeah, my deal was already done to go to West Ham. 
because that was like the late end of the thing. Yeah, the only reason I was playing was because we had so many injuries. Yeah. So he'd thrown me in, bang, scored. And then, and then he wanted me to play because we had injuries again three days, two days later against QPR. I'm thinking, if I do my hamstring again, so I was like, anyway, <clears throat> things happened, family things happened. I couldn't play anyway uh, in the game. But so like, there was mixed messages. But yeah. I think that's a sign of the times with the club at the time. There was, yeah. You had the new owners coming in, who was buying the players, you had the new manager. So, and I, I, I sort of, I'll give Brendan a squeeze on that sense because he was a young manager going to a big club yeah, and it must be hard to manage up, yeah, you know, yeah. you're telling to players. But I think probably now as a, he'll be a better manager and he'll just say, Joe, he's learned. Yeah. He's learned. you're not yeah. for me. Yeah. I think your legs are gone. Go and find yourself another club. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, we, as players, you just want honesty. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. yeah. I think he probably would handle it better than he did. Yeah, we spoke earlier about yeah. Billy Sharp. Yeah, yeah. I don't the, know if you've uh, seen well, it. Like, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. It's a real... It real it really hit home because especially after doing the Frankfurt game at West Ham yeah. where there was a pitch yeah. invasion yeah. and I ain't seen one for years mm. and you don't realise when you actually see it you think this is carnage like, yeah. anything can happen now yeah. there, was, there was in Frankfurt there was dogs on the pitch and I was thinking UEFA there was no massive statement from UEFA <coughs> about this yeah. do you know what I mean and then we see 10 15 days later Billy Sharp who's a great lad by yeah. the way yeah. we work with him at BT Sport that and that could be dangerous. City, <coughs> if that happens... So, the, so for the people that are obviously yeah. listening, this is Nottingham Forest versus Sheffield United yeah. playoff final. The final whistle's gone. Yeah. Fans yeah. run onto the pitch. Yeah, cowardly attack. And when he, he hits him and he, he gets stitches, Billy, and, but if that happens in a city centre on a Saturday night all over the... People can... You can, you can die. Yeah. Something yeah. bad can happen. Yeah. And the FA need to step in and do something. They need to... Sanction the club for not controlling it because it's the responsibility of the clubs. That mm. Effectively, yeah. they get paid a lot of money through television money. You need to make the players safe, the players' welfare. I just think too much in this country. It's like I, it, it, like with Jack Grealish, yeah. he's got it's going to happen every now and then. Yeah. Can't happen now. No. And it takes one mm. idiot to run on, hit someone in the wrong spot, and someone could lose their life or having a debility. It's, it's not on. Yeah. Like, and it's so it's so cowardly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. It's, it was shocking, one. I think shocking. he's looking probably he's only just got stitches. Like, yeah. Especially blindsided. That, yeah. that force with a, with a headbutt as well. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. going with a weapon, really, yeah, isn't it? It's, yeah. like, it's, it's actually happened to me before. Really? It was the game when Borough, when I was at Brighton, and ah, Borough the, yeah, got the, yeah, yeah. on the last day of the season. Right. It's scary, Did that you one. Get the old one? It's actually on YouTube. <laughs> 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 they're swearing in this right. I can't say what was said right. hitting cities alright right listen West Ham time for West Ham 2013 yeah. proper northern lad yeah. what was it like coming down to the big smoke uh, we, listen when I was at Villa you used to go down to the smoke a, a couple of times and yeah. like, your times down there Was it? did you adapt well to it being down yeah. at, at West Ham he loved it I loved it I did love it yeah. I did, I'll be honest yeah. I think it was what I needed at the time like I said I come from Liverpool sort of an up and down period so, you know the yeah. dressing room was quite quiet yeah, wasn't it it's, it wasn't good and I'm one of them obviously you've got to get to know people and it was quite hard at Liverpool because they're all quite quiet and yeah. obviously the, the Stevie and Carol were good lads but, yeah. but then when you went West Ham everyone sort of like was in together it was like yeah. proper team effort yeah. the staff even Big Sam yeah, yeah, the yeah. bio trips we had all yeah. them was unbelievable and yeah like I said the big small it was just yeah. just an eye opener like yeah. from Middlesbrough coming up and Nobs was great for that when he like in terms of being a, a captain yeah, in the brilliant. dressing room and Kev as well. I think Kevin Nobs. I think he hammered me the first day I got there. Yeah, he did, mate. We <laughs> can tell how many people sent me, but <laughs> Ooh, not, Mark Noble. Just like yeah, straight in front of all the players, and I thought <laughs> his oh. face went. Oh, you talk oh. to each other like that, oh, West Ham. Oh, he's saying. <laughs> was, was this in, tra- in training? <laughs> yeah, it was training, but I thought, oh, I might have to get used to this. This is not, this is not <laughs> usual banter. <laughs> yeah. But we got on really well. Like Schoolboy banter, wouldn't it? Yeah. Schoolboy banter. We yeah. had a really good squad, yeah. and I, I loved it. I'll be honest, I absolutely yeah. loved it, yeah. Because so, we had Matty Jarvis on, didn't we, a few, yeah. uh, a few uh, podcasts yeah. back, and he was saying that 
when Sam's in charge, it was that sort of right. I've got Andy Carroll up front. I need two wingers that's going to yeah. just get balls into the box. Yeah. Was that was that the sort of the, the key for you, Simon, to say, listen, just yeah. do what you've been doing at Barrow and when, at Villa when you you were playing your best yeah. stuff. He more or less said to me, the Villa. I want those two down lot at Villa. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Liverpool, the way they play is different. I think to you had to sort of adapt. I want yeah. sort of that way of playing. If it's I don't know, you say old school, but you know, yeah. get it wide, get in the box. Yeah. Andy, but Andy obviously didn't play a lot. But he did mention to me that I think he said obviously I was there for four years, but I only did two. But he said coming down the line, I think you could end up as a midfield player. You'll start to lose your yeah. pace. And, and I thought mm, he's actually thinking ahead. Yeah. And he's like, when I get the set, sort of settled team I want, and I play three in the middle, I think you could play left of a three. But that'll be more in the long run. Yeah. But because of injuries and yeah. Andy didn't play, yeah. I sort of got fast tracked in the middle, and he sort of played me at the top of a diamond, and he yeah. in that system, and it worked quite well. Yeah, you said, it, about, you said about the squad that we had at Villa. That was some squad you had at West Ham then as well. In terms of some of the players, that yeah, you had. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, some top players like Stewie, Andy Carroll, yeah. Kev Nolan, Mark Noble. But it was I felt it, it was quite. It was a small squad. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It well, wasn't. It wasn't a big lacked squad. Depth, it lacked depth, and it needed a little bit more players to come in. Like when we lost Andy. You know, we, we we was playing like with with Modibo, wouldn't we? Meego, yeah. he's a lovely lad and that, but he he probably wasn't gonna get you more than ten goals a season, or yeah. maybe not even more than five goals a season. So, we, it was a bit of lack depth. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Sacco was good when he came in. Yeah, but he yeah. was sort of an unknown, wasn't he? Like I don't yeah. think Sam really knew a lot about him. David Sullivan sort of brought him in. Yeah, that and was after just, me. That was after my time. Why was it? Yeah, Sacco. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, but Stewie, the fans love fans at West Ham love Stewie yeah. because of, you know he come in and. You know, he's that type of player that, that gets them off their feet and he's like I said when he first came and he said he had that jink and he could go buy players that the fans took to him and I'm, I'm assuming you loved love London it. life yeah. yeah I did love it it was just yeah. just perfect like I said I loved going it was one of them where you get home you can't wait to get in the train you know you don't yeah. sort of get them feelings I know it sounds probably a bit cringy but yeah. I used to love it like I said yeah. going, as soon as you hit the train again it's just banter isn't it yeah, the lads yeah. are hammering each other <laughs> I had to get used to it a little bit the first yeah. couple of months but after that I was probably the worst for it Yeah, I loved it I just yeah. thought we had a good Good squad, good, good group, team, and that probably made us do better than probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always say that if you if you've got a good squad, good dressing room, that then mm. gets you points yeah. in games. Mm. Yeah, that, that gets you that can get you ten to twelve points a season, mm. <clears throat> either digging yourself out or yeah. Yeah. getting out of a draw to get a win. Talk no. about that. It's, it's harder to cultivate that now. You know, with a modern game where players run their phones all the time. Did James Milner said something? He, he tweeted or something yes. funny about they just <laughs> won the FA Cup, and it's he was like, the lads yeah. are on their phones and that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so it is. It must be harder to get that camaraderie with the young lads together. Yeah. We still had it there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was like, it was good. And we had Colton Cole. Oh, the great. Wow. The great Colton Cole. <laughs> love him. Everyone loves uh, everyone, everyone loves, loves him. Friend of the show. I think he's been on a couple of times he, over the years. Yeah, yeah, we love Colton. Right, Stewie, time to talk Premier League. Arsenal look to have squandered their chances for the Champions League with defeats to Spurs and Newcastle. Yeah. Strange one, Granite Xhaka's comments oh. after Newcastle. I, I, I can't, is he digging his squad out there or is he generalising it to say well, um, we're not good enough well, he's kind of well, what, it's, he's it's reckless it's reckless whatever way you look at it there's an unwritten rule as footballers we say you know you can say what you want in the dressing room but once you, someone puts a microphone in your face mm. yeah. you're positive and like for Granit Xhaka to say it yeah. is like is ironic because <laughs> if any player uh, I think listen he's a good player he's yeah. a top player he's an international footballer yeah. But he's let that club down on multiple occasions with ill discipline, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is the same as, yeah. and it's very generic to say, we just bottled it. So, the young players at Arsenal, particularly yeah. English young players, have been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Smith Rowe. Yeah. Carried them on. Yeah. They've, they've carried that yeah. club, you know, and, and, and I think players 
like Xhaka, to, to, for him to be captain of that club and not have the, the emotional intelligence to, to think he can just vent to a camera, yeah. that, mm. that's the worst thing. I understand his frustrations because yeah. they didn't turn up and they did fluff their lines. If, if I'm his manager, I'd be furious yeah. with him. I, I don't know what you think. No, I just think, like you said, if he's in the dressing room and he says that privately yeah. and he goes, yeah. listen, we need to do better, or yeah. you know, even if you're having to go to young lads to sort of toughen them up if you like, yeah. Yeah. then when you've got the camera, you sort of, you know, if you play the game, you need to be better, yeah. Yeah, you understand that, the players and all that. You can sort yeah. of dress it up, but yeah. I'm guessing he probably probably didn't say anything in the dressing room. Yeah. He's gone out and just <coughs> sort of threw him under the so bus. He hasn't got the emotional intelligence. Because in actual fact, I've watched a few Arsenal games recently and he's actually been in good form for Arsenal. He's yeah. recently. Of, no, of late. No, yeah. of late though, he yeah. actually has been probably one of their yeah. better players as well. Yeah. So. Has that got to his head to say, as if to think, say no. I've been a well, good performer of late, but he's forgetting, as you say, yeah. he's been. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, yeah. He's cost him yeah. as well. He's been the captain of Arsenal, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. at, at times. And then he's done, always done reckless things, shouting at the fans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Would you be frustrated for players? You've been frustrated sometimes with fans getting on your back and, and you, you want to vent, but that's, mm. you have to just control your emotions. And yeah. I, just think, I think it just sums up the last four or five years of Arsenal that quote there because it's always something like a media storm a quote when really mm. intruded the nuts and bolts of the performances I watched the game Newcastle were better you know from front to back yeah. Arsenal and, 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 I, and I'll tell you you have to give him credit for what he's achieved since he's yeah. been there but um, like the Tottenham game as well I watched that when they went down to 10 men mm. and he carried on playing that way you could see it. It was like it was like watching an accident. He's like, you, you're going to get caught here in Tottenham. It could have been five, six, seven nil. Yeah. Bad form from Xhaka, yeah. and he, and he needs to learn from that. You can't dig out your mates in public, no, no, and and your teammates. You need to do it in house. Just stay on the Arsenal. One quick question: Will they look at this season as a failure in terms of, especially of late, in terms of them being in position to be top four? At the beginning of the season, you would have mm. said. Incredible what they've done. Really, yeah. bearing in mind, Sid, it's been four years since they've been in Europe. So yeah, would you, yeah. yeah. I, I thought they'd get fourth. I said early on in the season, I think Arsenal get yeah. fourth. When they started to come good, not at the start, yeah. I don't want to jump on that, but more like Christmas time, I thought they've got momentum, both they've started yeah. to find rhythm. I think that when Tottenham were obviously struggling a little mm. bit, I thought Arsenal were going to get fourth. And with them young players carrying them, I thought yeah. they, they've done brilliant. But it, it, it's an hard one, isn't it? Because now we look at it and think, oh, they've missed an opportunity there. So yeah. it looks like a failure, but you've still got to put on that. They've got yeah. young, young players, still learn the game. A lot of them haven't got a lot of games really under the belt as experienced players. So I think it's a little bit. Arteta might just come back from it and think we're still building here. We're still, you know, next yeah. year we've got a really good chance. So I was sort of, I wouldn't lose faith if you're Arsenal fans. I think he's still done a really good job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very quickly, Liverpool have got the result in midweek. Goes to the final game of the season. Um, yeah. Top and bottom, who's going to win out of Liverpool? Who's going to win the title? And who's going to go down now? Burnley, Everton. And oh, is this the competition? It's in the competition. No, no, it's yeah, in the competition. It? Just, just a, a general. So, who's going to win the league, and who's going to join Watford and Norwich? I think I think City will win it. I think yeah. everyone's trying to get emotional with Stevie and, and yeah. we were talking about it earlier about the game and all they could do is a favour. But I think if you look at it, they're a stronger team. I think every time you think they're going to slip up, they just batter a team yeah. like mm. Wolves away. You think Wolf, and they sort of went to town. Yeah. I think City will so just City. City, City, City. City. And to go down, oh, I worry for Leeds. Can I wait till after tonight? Nope. All right. I worry for Leeds. I Leeds. just think the injuries. I, I do hope they stay up because a couple of mates will play for them. But if you're being honest, I think the injuries have killed them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Stewie there. I think Leeds will go down. But Could I want to put an asterisk so on it. I yeah. want to put an asterisk on it. If Everton don't win tonight, oh. then they're going to have to go to Arsenal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. It, it could. 
it's amazing, isn't it? It's so tight. Yeah. But yeah. it's great, isn't it? We've been yeah. like this for a while. Yeah. Look, let's give you some color odds. Arsenal face Everton uh, on Sunday, just as Joe said, uh, in a must-win game. If you think Everton will nick a one-nil win, Coral will give you odds of eighteen to one. If you think Leeds will come from behind to beat Brentford, Coral will give you odds of eleven to one. But this one, look at this. If you think Steven Gerrard's Villa will do Liverpool a favour and beat Man City two-one. Coral will give you odds of 50 to 1. Quite it's not bad, is it? Villa 2 bad. 1? I think that's not bad. There'd be a few scouts having a punt on that, wouldn't there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, time for the, uh, the Super Series. It's the Champions League final. Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Uh, Gonna ask you both four simple questions. Quick fire answers, okay? Right. Uh, won't reveal the scores because that will be done in the big showdown next week in the mm. live show. So, Champions League final Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Who will win the game? Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay. Who will score the first goal? Liverpool. Player? Oh, okay. Um, Mane. Salah. Mm, two bankers there. Yeah. Well, I've got it, haven't I? It's yeah. tight oh, down to the wire. I can't be it. Could, really. could go one nil down. You know, uh, they, they right, how many corners in the game? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> he says that all the time. I've got eight. He's clever. He knows. he knows how the game works. How many... Cards. How many players will get carded? How many cards? Cup final seven. If it's three 0 which I think the tour's going to be, I'm going to throw that out there now, just for a little cherry on the cake for my predictions. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be five bookings. I think there might even be a red, but I'm going to go five bookings. There's a little bit of. Mm. There's a little bit of Casemiro. Casemiro, isn't there? Casemiro. Right, uh, people at home, you can play as uh, you can get involved. Head over to coral.co.uk. Uh, answer questions correctly to win cash prizes, but please gamble responsibly. Um, Stewie D, that is it, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, very uh, much. I'm surprised you're not on Ibiza. What's what's the script, mate? You don't I'm going next here. week. <laughs> I I've got the gaff out there still. Yeah, yeah. Going next week and flying to the yeah. final and going back. Are you, are you still doing all your DJing and nah, bits of bobs? Too old for that now. I've still got the decks in that. Well, yeah, yeah, Pat Nevin, and he's 20 years old. I see he's still DJing last week. It? Yeah. Yeah. His kids grown up, or? Yeah, his kids have grown up. Yeah, man, and Stewie, da- <laughs> Stewie <laughs> Downing sliding. All the house and stuff. Who's done the DJ at uh, Chelsea's? Bill Blood, wasn't it? Bill Blood's revolving. Bill Blood, DJ? <laughs> yeah. He was a DJ. He was a wedding DJ before he, he became a master. Bill no, he he revolved. Yeah, he was. No way. Bill Blood's revolving disco dance floor show. He had. Quite getting that one out. We've got a few babies. Apparently. Was it a revolving yeah. floor? Yeah, but no, he had the... Um, listen, this was the 90s, Sid. He had the smoke machine and probably a couple of lights. I don't know. <laughs> what a guy, Bill Blood. Just a reminder, we've got the live show next Tuesday. So uh, that, will, that will be coming out. Enjoy that. We've got two special guests uh, coming on. Uh, I've just been told it's sold out. So uh, Sold out. I'm sure if there's extra tickets available... You can, on the black market. You can get them. <laughs> Joe, 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 wants to, Joe will always know someone. I know uh, a geezer from Camden Market. <laughs> you'll have to pay a little premium, but you'll be all right. Look, Jerry, thanks ever so much for coming on. Uh, remember Cheers, to find us on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts from. You have been listening to the greatest podcast on all the platforms. It is All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.